Welcome to The Handyman Hustle. I am your host, Joseph The Handyman. Motivate, educate, elevate you and your handyman hustle. On today's episode, I will be discussing how to communicate with a prospective client who wants an estimate, the true cost of offering an estimate, the importance of conversion rates, and the qualifying procedure to obtain the right client. If you are in the handyman hustle, one of the most important areas of your business is generating new leads and the cost associated to obtain the lead. Whether it's an estimate done in person or virtually, there are associated expenses in obtaining that lead. An in-person estimate requires you to visit the home of a prospective client, schedule that appointment where you are unable to take on other work, and spending gas getting to and from the estimate. Then if the client says no thank you, it has turned into a lost expensive lead. Now if you perform a virtual estimate in which the prospective client sends you pictures and you make a virtual call to get the information you need to provide an estimate, the expense of not obtaining that lead is dramatically reduced, but your chances of closing the lead is also less. This is because you are not able to properly give the value and settle any unforeseen anxieties which turn into objections to close the lead. Now, in order to properly identify what is working and what is not working, you need to track and monitor your lead conversion rate. A lead conversion rate is how many estimates you are giving that are turning into jobs sold and how many estimates you are giving that are not turning into jobs sold. There are two main type of lead categories in which you need to track these conversion rates from. Marketed leads and non-marketed leads. Marketed leads are leads your company paid for to obtain like advertising through social media or other lead generating platforms. Non-marketed leads are leads you have obtained that didn't have a direct marketing cost associated with them, like a referral, doing work for a friend, a neighbor, or a lead you generated by talking with people. Now, what should your conversion rates be? From experience, a healthy conversion rate for marketed leads would be anywhere from 30 to 35%. And a healthy conversion rate for a non-marketed lead should be between 70 and 80%. Now, why is that? Marketed leads by nature are a lot more competitive and challenging to close because they are the ones normally who have multiple bids, not sure when they want to start the project, they normally have no business relationship with you, and or have financial conditions that must be met. Non-marketed leads normally have already established with you a common relationship, either through that referral or being your neighbor or being a family friend, which gives you more credibility and has a higher perceived value on you and your business. These conversion rates are to be monitored daily, weekly, and monthly if possible. How do you achieve the correct balance where you are closing more leads without wasting your time and money on the leads you don't want? The answer is found in the initial point of contact phase with the prospective client. This is when you receive the call, the email, or the text message requesting an estimate. 
The initial point of contact phase is where you can determine if this is a prospective client who wishes to become your client, or if this is a person maybe just window shopping and not ready to commit. During this phase, you need to know if the service they are requesting is a service you can provide. You need to confirm that their time frame of completion is in line with what you can deliver. And you need to know if there are the ones qualified to make the financial and time commitments to you. The way to find this information out is by asking effective questions. These questions have to be specific in order to get a specific answer. Some of the effective questions that my company asks when talking to a prospective client are as follows. Is this service request for a rental property or a property you own? By asking this question, we can determine if they are a renter or a property owner or a property owner that owns a rental property. We want to know this because our company policy is that we can only deal with the person who owns the property. Renters would need property owner's permission to perform any work on the property owner's property. So if they don't own the property, we won't schedule an appointment or provide the estimate without talking to the right person first. How soon do you need this project completed? By asking this question, we can determine if their deadline is something we can deliver. If we can't deliver as quickly as they would like, we will tell them how soon we can and then determine if this is workable for both of us. If an in-person estimate is required due to the complexity of the project, or if there are multiple items that need to be completed, we do go over the fee requirements as we do not offer free in-person estimates. We do, however, subtract the cost of the service call visit from the total job amount if the prospective client proceeds with the work quoted. We do collect the fee for the service call at the initial visit if we are not able to provide the quote the same day. We have found that this attracts more value-based customers who are not just calling to get quotes from multiple companies or who don't really want to entertain our time seriously. Full Disclosure If you are at the beginning stages of your business, this may or may not work to your advantage. At the beginning, you are building your reputation, so leads may be harder to come by. At the beginning, I offered free estimates, but within six months, I switched over to this format of in-person estimating. I have also had a lot of success with virtual estimates. Keep in mind, when you respond to an estimate inquiry, you are in the middle of a sales process. So keep in mind the following. When a prospective client contacts you, they have already made some decision on you and your company, but need clarity on other conditions they may have. They have done some research by going to your website, looking at your online presence, reading your reviews, or maybe they were referred to you by a neighbor, family member, or a friend, which is like having a third party validate your credibility. Based on that, you will get contacted. Now the client, when they contact you, has a huge want to get their project completed, but they are unsure if you are qualified to perform the work. They want to know how quickly you can get the work done. There is also a really big need. They need help completing a project or a service, which is why they contacted you. They need someone with a certain skill set to do so. They need someone who they can trust to complete their request, and they need to know how much you are going to charge them. 
In any sales process, this is what's called a want and a need. This is the foundation of any business principle. This is also the first step in asking for and converting a prospective client to a client who will do business with you. Now, we will continue to build and discuss the sales process in depth on later episodes. This foundation at qualifying a prospective client at the initial point of contact takes time and practice. It's a skill that must be exercised daily to become more proficient at it. I am also a big believer in role-playing. Find time to practice with maybe a significant other, maybe a family member, maybe a really good friend of yours, to build up your skills before doing this live with a prospective client. Now, I hope this information is helpful and you continue to prosper in the new year. This show only gets better with your input. Please leave your reviews with comments on what you think of the program, what you would like help on, or what topics you would like to hear. I, if I can ever be of service to you directly, feel free to contact me at information, that is completely spelled out, information at josephthehandyman.net. And speaking of feedback, I would love to give a shout out to one of our listeners who downloaded the podcast and gave some feedback as they are starting out their new handyman business. Dave, if you're listening, thank you for your feedback. And I wish you nothing but success as you take on the journey of the handyman hustle. As always, do what you love, love what you do, stay motivated, educated, and elevate your handyman hustle. Until we speak again.